Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Speak Your Power Now podcast, the show that is dedicated to empowering women through the art of communication. I am your host, Cheryl Clark, and this is a weekly podcast giving you a dose of practical tips, inspiring stories, and transformational insight that would help you break free from any self-doubt and unlock your true potential. Whether you're looking to enhance your professional presence, build meaningful relationships, or simply embrace your own voice, you're in the right place. Get ready to hear from thought leaders, experts, real-life women who have harnessed their power of communication to create a positive change in their lives and for the life of others. We are here to provide you with the resources and community you need to thrive. Let's embark on this transformational journey together. Subscribe now and join us on the Speak Your Power Now podcast because your voice matters and together we're unleashing its true and full potential. Speak Your Power Now. Empowerment begins with your voice. This is our Speak Your Power Now podcast, and I'm your host, Cheryl Clark, as always, coming at you with, you know what I always say, I'm just a girl from the Bronx, and I learned a little bit of tools along the way, and I'm just here to share with you. That's what I am here to do. Speak Your Power Now is that podcast. It's not about money or prestige, but however, if you learn how to speak your power now, that'll come along with it. We are super excited to have our first guest with us, and before I introduce her, you know how we start. Started off, we started off with our Speak Your Power Now declarations. I want you to come along with me as we go forth in our Speak Your Power Now declaration. I want you to begin by getting in a comfortable position, closing your eyes. Take a nice long sleep, deep, deep breath in through your nostrils and exhale it out. Take a nice long, slow, deep breath in through your nostrils again. And exhale it out. The Speak Your Power Now Declaration. Today I reclaim my power of purpose. Today I declare that I have unshakable faith and confidence in my uniqueness. Today I declare that I will not live in fear, but with power, love, and a sound mind. Today I declare that I always communicate with words to empower myself and others. Today, I declare to always honor myself by living in the present and living powerfully in each moment. Amen and Ashe. All right, so that is our declaration on today. And this is how we always let it embody you. Let it, let it, let it go engross inside of you. Go embody those words. Just don't let it be words. Let me just let you know what we're going to be going through today. You know, we cover the seven domains, mental wellness, physical environment, relationships, money, health, career, and spiritual practices. And we ask guests from time to time to come on and share their journey with us. And uh, right now, I had the privilege of having our guest sit back, relax, because her story, number one, is amazing. And number two, she's going to give you some nuggets that you never got before. So I want you to go ahead and I want you to welcome. Let me read her little her bio. Firstly, Cheryl, don't get ahead of yourself, Cheryl. Don't get ahead of yourself. I'm, I'm excited. 
I'm excited about our guest. <laughs> Her name is Crystal Winstead, also known as the Inclusion Lady. And she is a renowned anti-racism facilitator, inclusive marketing ex consultant, speaker, beauty, advocate, and leadership coach. She is a powerful advocate for diversity, equity, and inclusion within the marketing spheres and beyond. Crystal is a visionary behind the Think You, an educational consultancy dedicated to empowering women by harnessing this self-awareness to dismantling harmful societal biases tied into race, beauty, and self-determination. With a background spanning years in advertising and fashion merchandising and makeup artistry, Crystal has witnessed the role of capitalism in crafting misleading narratives and her profound expertise in personal development has driven her mission to nurture her authenticity and her self-empowering and liberation by discerning truth from illusion. Let us put our hands together for my guest, my wonderful guest today, as the name of Crystal Winston. Let's give her a round of applause. All right, Crystal, well, welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome. It is our pleasure to have you here with us um, for our very first time. So tell us a little bit about your journey um, related to the theme of the podcast, because she's going to be delving into the domain of relationships. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. Uh, well, first of all, let me thank you, Cheryl, for being here. It's my pleasure to be able to speak my power and to others mm -hmm. and so hopefully be able to support someone else. Well, a little bit about my background. I am originally from Hampton, Virginia, and I lived in New York City for about 16 years. And then um, probably three weeks into COVID, I booked out of there and went straight to Atlanta. And that's where I am right now. And currently, I am walking in the path of diversity, equity, and inclusion, which has a target on my back, but that's another story. What I do in that arena is be able to recognize and teach people how to recognize and address how systemic oppression shows up in our modern day. Mm. and be able to speak to it and be able to speak to power about it. You know, you said something interesting here. You shifted and knew how to shift when the COVID came. And so many people can probably relate to you shifting in that avenue and your background journey. So if I may, how did your background journey lead you to the work that you it are in today because I know you lit, you did a leap, but how did your background really prepare you for that leap and that journey? Great question. Well, I will definitely attribute everything to being vocal. I'll say this: I do have extensive background as a makeup artist and also a fashion stylist. I was in the entertainment media world for a long time. And then when the economy and the industry changed, when social media hit, I knew I needed to change. I needed to change. And so I ended up working 
at an advertising agency as a basic administrator. I needed some money, couldn't do the freelance work anymore. So I landed in this ad agency and had no idea like what I landed in. And at that ad agency, and this time was around 2016, 2017, and these were the times of police brutality happening with Philando Castile and Alta Sterling and the things we just kept going. Mm-hmm. And then we had the Trump campaigns and all that good stuff. So we had some racial workshops coming into the workplace. And in those workshops, I would attend and I would be very vocal about my experiences with racism or or sexism or what have you. Because I was not afraid to be vulnerable about the things that I went through, it Mm -hmm. opened up a gate for the employees to start coming to me. And they started asking me questions. And then they started sharing their personal stories or even the stories inside the workplace. So because I've always had a great heart, I've always wanted to help others. I always stand for something bigger than myself. I took it upon myself to be a leader. I went to HR and I would say, hey, you know, there's some employees here are experiencing A, B and C. Like, what are you going to do about it? And I realized there was no structure to really address those things. So what I did on my accord, I went straight to the top executives of the ad agency. I pitched a role in diversity, equity, and inclusion. They bought it. And I ended up having a role. I was a a diversity and inclusion professional. And yeah, I just started from there and just started doing the work. Oh my God. Can you say speaking your power now because i mean let's let's give that a little bit of something on that because speaking your power now right there when you are hearing that that's a i want to give that point right there because what she did was she created something in the space when it wasn't there because she heard something in the air that's what's speaking your power now. And in the domain of relationships, what do you see the specific challenges or obstacles that was faced when you prompted those things in your personal journey and in the corporate world, if I may ask? Oh, yes. Well, the first challenge I would say is that human resources really was leading me on and kind of stalling me for about a year because they would say, Hey, well, we're having talks about diversity. We're talking about it. We're having conversations. Let's continue the conversation. What I learned later, you know, in politics talk, that is a stall method because they really didn't intend to talk about it. (laughs) Wow. The stall method. Yes, it was a stall method. So, you know, there was a point where I was like, you know what, I'm not going to take this anymore. And I'm going to go straight to the horse's mouth, which were the top executives. So that was the first challenge. Now, the second challenge was when I actually got into the position. I was raised my shout out to my mom. She raised me to be very conscious of the racial structure that I was being raised into. She let me know what was going on and she kept me abreast with Essence magazines and African art. So I was already kind of nurtured into being in a civil rights movement, if you will. So with that being said, I meant my, I meant, I was all about my business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was in that role, I started to have challenges with some of the management there because I became the one who shook the table. 
Okay. And then I became the black woman who was angry or combative and even being tone policed when I did speak up about something only because I was holding people accountable. So if this company was going to make a declaration publicly to their employees and outward facingly about, oh, we're taking this, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, movement on and we're staying with you. I held their feet to the fire. <laughs> Eventually, they tried to work to get me out because I was disturbing the structure. Oh my God. I told you to fasten your seatbelts because Crystal came here to drop some bombs. I have written down so many things I wanted to ask her a question. Firstly, the tone police. Mm-hmm. Can, can we dive into that? Because we all know this platform is in, about empowering women through communication, right? So, and I talk about effective communication, personal growth, but let's talk about how did the tone police and you and that playing a part with you and your communication and your being able to transform that? Please, let's talk about it. <laughs> Well, what is interesting is that I was tone policed by upper management, someone, a direct report who happened to be a black woman, which I found very interesting because usually it's from, you know, someone else who's not black. And at this time we were on a phone call. So interestingly enough, me and a manager would have these conversations about this team. And, you know, we had some problems with some of the team members and so she, we will talk about it offline. But when we got when we got into the actual meeting, she wouldn't say anything. No one would address it. I, I don't work like that. It's like, look, if there is an issue, we're going to address it and I'm going to address it head on. Mm-hmm. And so I did so right in that call. And one of the things she said was that, you know, she she kind of uh, she said something kind of snide, you know, politically you know, they have those words that can, uh, it's kind of subtle, if you will. But she was kind of just kind of trying to shut me down or shut me up in the call by talking over me. And then when we got off the call, she said that, you oh, know, she didn't like my tone and how I was speaking to the other counterparts and that I needed to smooth out my rough edges. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, because I didn't really adapt that uh, code switching mannerism that she had. That way, you can't drop a bomb like that. Okay, you can't drop because many people don't. Many people don't know about code switching. Now, okay. Crystal is so versed in inclusion that when these terms come up, I I stop her because she thinks that everyone knows this, right? So I want to make sure that everyone gets this. So Crystal, tell them about what code switching is. Thank you for stopping me. Fair enough. I got to be cognizant of jargon. So code switching is that, that professional persona that we put on that is closer in proximity of whiteness. It could look like being very eloquent and concise with your English. Some people would say it's talking white, but that's a debatable you know, topic. Mm-hmm. Code switching is just 
trying to almost like assimilate or imitate how white people move professionally, if you will. Sometimes it's down to even your look. So me not coming in with Afro, but coming in with very straight hair and relaxed hair, kind of how I'm showing today. So, and it's usually a mask and it's another term called double consciousness, which means that we're one way when we get home. So like I'm at home and I'm like, yo, what's up? You know, talking to my friends or whatever. But at work, I am just like, hi, I'm Crystal Winstead. How can I help you today? If I may, I want to just say this because communication plays a big part in all of our world, all of our worlds. And as women and as us moving now, we have gotten, I saw some statistics that we have moved somewhat in corporate American political realms and stuff of that nature. But we still have a major gap in this area of our voices being heard and being heard and being heard. And whereas now cold switching does come with the cultural confrontation there. Some of the things that you've been talking about really have striked have put some really key avenues in there about how people perceive communication in the workplace, personal life and relationship with people. And what I heard was your relationship with people is that you used your communication in all avenues as a strategic empowering tool to get you to the next level. Could you tell us some of the communication strategies that you did to help help bond relationship or help um, level up in relationships? May I ask, is this coming off of the code switching topic or is this another? I wanted you to explain what that was for people because you did drop it, but I think you dropped it in the fact of of talking about your your ex-boss or whatever the case may be. I just want you to explain it. And I think you did a great job with that. Now I'm just going to go into how you get some key strategies on your communication so we can help others in empowering them with their communication. Got it. Thank you for clarifying that uh, strategy of communication right here, you know, playing out. I would say that number one is getting clear and taking self-inventory on what your life values are. Mm. So what that looks like is you, maybe it's writing down, typing, whatever, what you like, what you don't like, what you hate, what you love, what you need and what you want in your life. That's good. Taking that inventory so that you can create a set of values. And then once you have that set of values, you commit to them, you hold them dear to yourself, which goes into the second strategy, because once you have your values, then you're able to set boundaries. Once you have your boundaries in place, this is a gauge to be able to tell you what fits, what aligns with my values and what doesn't. And when it doesn't, and it can be a person, place or a thing, then you make decisions and you speak up about that. Because the thing about boundaries is that people don't know what your boundaries are until you speak on them. So that would be the other uh, strategy. Now, let me get a clap on because I, I think, I, let me get a clap on that, that's great. Continue because this is right now, Allie, right now, the, I'll be writing down, she said inventory, yep. your value, 
Yep. Because that way you're not waving on somebody else's value because you start going in there, you start waving. And that's that cold switching. That, that's, that's just switching, period, because you don't have a standard. That's go. what I believe. When I, when I hear about that, boundaries are important for me. What is the standard? People always ask me, oh, Cheryl, you know, what type of culture? You know, I teach people how to communicate powerfully. You already have the tools in you. So what does Crystal do? She is the inclusion lady. What does she do? What does she do to get me to my next? Right. Stop going to an eye doctor to fix your foot. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the podiatrist. Hello. Okay. Bye. Bye. Continue. <laughs> and I'd probably say one more. And I call this the four C's. Being concise in your communication, being clear in your communication, being compassionate in your communication, and most of all, being courageous in your communication. So with those things, I think as like a whole mashup, you're you're on a good track. Yes, let's give that um, definitely a clap because I <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. There's one, I, I always say the three C's too, but I want to actually add one to it. Like we always say, be complete. Because when you're complete at the end, you give it a period. I don't believe in commas, semicolons, leaving things lingering, open loops of communication, because when you're complete with it, you're complete with it. And then the, if you need to pick up another paragraph, you indent the paragraph and you start again. If you need to start another page, you turn the page. If you need to start another chapter, that is when you know that you're complete with that, then you can pick up. But when you're looking at the, what happens and you start going back to yesteryear, you know, here I go talking, but I just, that's just how I feel. And when you just talked, I mean, it came right back. So thank you for that. I think that is going to give someone um, the boost they need to begin to, in, in relationships, what they look like in relationships. Are you going to take the inventory? Then you're going to do the boundaries and you're going to know your values and you're going to stand on that. And when you're not standing on that, Crystal, how how does one know when they're not standing on that? Well, usually you feel it. So I'm I'm a big feeling person um, mm -hmm. in terms of how to move my feet. And so when you feel there's a discordance within yourself and something doesn't feel right and you don't like how you were treated, but you're sitting in it, um, usually it's around the heart area that you start to feel or maybe the gut that's just very discordant. Usually it's something that you may need to address either with yourself because maybe there's a... Um, disempowering thought inside yourself that's creating yeah. this discomfort, or it actually could be that someone external to you did violate a boundary within you. So like, I think when you start to really just get so close with yourself in terms of like knowing again, what you stand for, what you don't and the values of all of that, then it's a clear, you know, it's, it's, it's a clear answer of like why or what what has happened or if the boundaries were crossed. So once you really get to know your values, then right. I think that's I think that's so good because now you're not you're not wavering. And then you like you said it's a feeling that comes up, that intuition that comes up. You know, okay, how am I feeling? And I call it the bio indicators. So there's always those bio indicators. Like if my hand starts to sweat, you start to cry, your heart starts to palpitate. Those are all the bio. You gotta pay attention to your bio, your bio indicators. Your body will tell you. That's right. Your body will tell you. If you start crying, I mean, 
I'm very, I'm very, very, very transparent. I, I struggled with situational anxiety. So there were certain times when, and, you know, it would happen. I got to, I have to now do the temperature of my body. What's actually happening? Your bio indicators will tell you what's happening in your body. That's right. Listen to them. That's Listen right. to them. There's a trigger. All right. This has been great. Our time is flying by. So I'm going to ask Crystal a couple of fireball questions for her. If you could tell your five-year-old body something, what would you tell your five-year-old body? Mm. Ooh, a five-year-old body. That you are a leader. Wow. I'm a leader. If you can envision the world with women's voices fully being heard and embraced, what would it sound like? <sighs> um, ooh, the sound is interesting. What I first, the word that comes up is unity, unified, wow. so maybe in unison. I like that. I, I like that. I like that a lot because sometimes I, think, I like that. <laughs> they say that we're not unified. Right. And, and I love that. 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 So, Crystal, I enjoyed you today. I want you to let people know if you could sum up your message, sum up what you do to empower women in the world with their communication, their relationships. What would that, that sentence be? I would say that self-awareness is the key to having a having personal freedom uh fulfillment and power well yes let's give that excellent 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 interview excellent interview i want to thank my interviewee my friend i will call her my friend she is the inclusion lady crystal you want to join her and she's going to tell you how you can connect with her online like I did and be a part of her movement. And we're going to be hearing from her again, I'm sure, here on the Speak Your Power Now podcast. You're going to hear her, her somewhere in the world giving words of wisdom, actions of wisdom to somebody, some corporate entity to say listen we need to be heard all right crystal <laughs> i love it crystal tell them a little bit about where they can find you and what you can offer yes thank you so much for this time cheryl I've had a blast and i'm so mad it's over already uh, <laughs> and yes, thank you for speaking life into me as well Okay, but you can catch me on LinkedIn, Crystal Winstead. I also have a website. It is theinclusionlady.com. I also have The Inclusion Lady on Instagram as well. And you can always look me up on Facebook, Crystal Winstead. You'll find me. Very, very good. Well, do you have any final thoughts for us, Crystal, that you would like to end with as we are not leaving you forever? And I'm sure she won't leave us forever. She's probably coming back. And so do you have any last thoughts that you would like to leave us with? Yes. Um, stay true to yourself and be clear that there are biases that you were taught um, dealing with race, beauty, or self-leadership, but be very clear to be able to distinguish between illusion and reality. 
That's so good. Oh my goodness, that's so good. He just owned it with a great, great, because sometimes our biases can be implicit and we don't even know it. That's right. So we just got to make sure that we are very clear about that. So I want to thank you, everyone. Thank you once again to my guest, co-host. I like to call them co-hosts because we have a conversation. And this is what we had today, a conversation. I want to thank you, everyone, for listening on today, whatever platform you're listening on. And remember, this is a journey to speaking your power now. Stay tuned for more episodes as your unique voice matters in the planet. Your unique culture matters. You are unique. Until Until next time, remember to embrace your voice, embrace your intention. And remember, sometimes your life is defined by one single moment. Let that moment be today. Peace and God bless. Well, thank you for tuning in to another empowering episode of Speak Your Power Now podcast. We hope you found inspiration and valuable insight on your journey of self-expression. Remember, the power of communication is in your hands. And by honing on to this skill, you're going to unlock a world of possibilities. Your journey doesn't end here. Stay connected with us on social media where we are going to continue the conversation and share your own stories of empowerment. So if you enjoyed this episode today, don't forget to hit us up, subscribe, leave your review and share it with your friends. Also, Feel free to share your thoughts with any questions or ideas you may have for future episodes. Together, we're going to build a community of confident communicators. As we wrap up, always remember that your voice has power to inspire, to uplift, and to encourage and change. Keep speaking your truth and empowering yourself and embrace the power within. Until next time, remember, your life is defined by one single moment. Let that moment be today.